to another episode of the Placebo Cast. Today is Friday, June 14th. My name is Tony Hugh. I'm Joseph. So it's here. Hey, Joseph. So uh, today's the last day of the school year. Yep, and I'm sweating a lot for moving stuff. Yeah. It sucks. Why aren't you helping me out? I don't know. Same reason why you're not helping me out. Uh, well, you know, game game theory, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, best so. interest. It's it's always got to look in my best interest, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, how far are you in the uh, move out process? Are you relatively done yet? No? About five percent. All right. <laughs> my car is looking about fifty, so it's not the proportion is not too good. Yeah, I don't know if it'll fit my tiny sedan. So same here. Mine's <laughs> a bigger sedan than yours, but it still won't fit at all, which kind of sucks. Yeah. So, so, um, what a crazy week, or at least a crazy start to the week. Yeah. So Apple had their worldwide developer, developer conference. conference. Oh man, that was, a, that was amazing. It was a two hour event. Yep. Very well paced, packed with lots of announcements and man, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I watched the whole thing after it was, uh, it was shown in the morning at, I think it was 10 o'clock, I think. Right. And then they, uh, had the keynote up on the Apple website. They live streamed it. And I was surprised yeah. by that. Yeah. So now the live bloggers are defunct. We don't yeah. have to watch them anymore. Usually, I I don't know if this is true or not. I wouldn't be surprised. But usually, um, tech blogs like The Verge and Gadget, Apple events are usually one of the highest traffic days yeah. Yeah. on their website all year long. See, Apple's now Apple's trying to kill the live <laughs> blogging industry. We have to stop them. <laughs> They're just killing everyone. Who knows? Who knows which industry they'll try to kill next? <laughs> Oh, speaking of killing, they they also killed the flashlight app industry too. With, yeah, with, with iOS built-in built-in flashlight built-in flashlight option. That's hilarious. When uh, Craig Federini said, "Oh, control panel now when it's in the dark, you press flashlight and you get you, a flashlight." Hell yeah! And all the developers like, "Oh, damn it! <laughs> My cash cow is gone." Ah. <laughs> uh. Another industry killed by Apple. I had to sue them or something. <laughs> I was going to release my flashlight app just after their WWDC keynote. The pulsating, uh, changing rainbow-colored lights. Yeah, damn yeah. it. But yeah, um, it's been... There's a lot, a lot of things to talk exciting, about. Exciting, yeah. Um, how about we start with from least exciting to most exciting? In, right. in my perspective, at least. All right, you, um, go, you go first. OS Ten Mavericks. OS Ten Mavericks, interesting. Killed the big cats. Now we have a giant total wave. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Coastline in it, Northern it, California. Was that the biggest disappointment for you, the change into the name or something? or Partially. Oh. That and the feature set. You know, they changed. They went from 10.8. You know, usually when you hear a 10.8 to 10.9, right. like a plus 0.1 right. iteration, you expect something like massive big thing well, to happen. But, you know, the only big thing was that they changed the name from the Big Cat Naming Convention all the way to Mavericks. Right. And the feature set is, while it's significant, it's not as big as I thought it would be. Well, I see, like, since Snow Leopard, when they upgraded to Lion, right, they st- they started going on their annual updates. Yeah, they do, like, TikTok updates right. like so Intel does. We shouldn't expect something like a Microsoft process where yeah. they release Vista and then five or six years later they release Windows 7 and yeah. then... So, I don't know, that's just how. I mean, when uh, Microsoft themselves is going to switch to that, or reportedly, right? They have their, they have gave it a name or something like Azure, like Azure Blue. Uh, yeah, Azure Red? Blue. I don't, I don't know. know. Some bunch of colors. They I don't pat- know. They patented the color blue. Yeah, I don't know. 
I mean, it's just a little bit disappointing for me, but I guess if this is the way they're doing it, like tiny iterations, then yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I'll still pay $20 every year for it. Yeah. I mean, Mavericks is, yeah, it's, I think, in my opinion, Mavericks was a least exciting release from WWE by comparison, you know. So let's just go over some of the features, like Safari. Oh, yeah. Finder. Yeah, finder improvements, like tabs, right. that got a standing ovation. Really? Or just everyone just was excited, like, we yeah. included tabs. Well, see, I don't know how, because I currently use Extra Finder. See, that's another industry they killed. They killed the, the finder extension the, yeah. industry. And I I actually like Extra Finder because not like, uh, there are similar apps like, um, what was the... Um, Pathfinder. Yeah, Pathfinder. Those are too robust. For yeah, me. I just yeah. want you know for power users. I just want like simple enhancements like tab. And they navigation. did that in Mavericks. Yeah. Yeah, tabbing, tabbing, tags. <laughs> as, I forget the as rest. As nitpicky as this might sound, I'm kind of worried if if it will preserve the command uh, the keyboard shortcuts that I use to open new tabs. I'm sure it'll be still <laughs> Command T, Command X, Command C, and all that jazz. Well, uh, yeah, I, I certainly hope so. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. OS X Maverick seems like a very good iterative release, I right. guess. They also emphasized a lot of the the underlying technology in terms of how they managed the CPU. Yeah. And they had that demonstration where in one win- or the focus window, they, they the CPU goes up, and then they switch to something else, and it goes back down, and then that's how Mavericks is extending your battery life. Yeah, yeah. They did a bunch of... Um... I think it was memory compression technology. Right. And on the back end, at least. It compresses right. the memory, and it's just as efficient as not doing it, mm-hmm. And but it saves a lot of power. So that's how right. they got to uh, extend battery life. Which is great, I mean, but like for normal users, it's like, okay. I think people were <laughs> expecting um, an iOS-style multitasking system where they would just spend it in the memory right. to bring it back to conserve a lot of battery life. Right. But then that certainly didn't happen. Right. I mean, so it sure it still shows that there is they're still trying to make a distinction between OS 10 and iOS. Multitasking on a desktop just doesn't it wouldn't translate from iOS. It would have to be something different, not like Yeah. They'd have right. to find another different way. To, I mean, I don't think they have their eyes set on combining like what Windows does, Metro and Windows 8, Mobile 8 together into one unified experience. I think right. they still are sticking with to their guns about separating the desktop experience and the uh, mobile experience, right. which is a good idea at this point. Yeah. So. Okay. So move so next thing on my list at least. Um iOS 7. There's only 3. Oh. So. So this, this is, the, is the middle ground. This is the middle ground. You. Yeah. So okay. iOS 7, big updates, huge update. Fantastic. I like it. All right. Some people don't, but I like it. All right, why? Um, it looks. See, to me, I like new things. Yeah. So I've been with you know iOS for since like one. Right. So it's been looked before, pretty much the same forever. Before co- copy and paste. And yeah, cut. before copy and paste. So it's like, it's different. <laughs> it looks nice. I like the typography. They certainly borrowed a lot of cues from Windows Mobile's typography right. and Metro's typography. Now people have been saying that a lot, like on Reddit and blogs in general. Yeah. They said they compare Windows Phone yeah. screenshots. Back from like 2011, yeah. From with the current iOS yeah, seven yeah. screenshots, and even like, it's always funny, you know. Right. They're not attacking the fact that they're copying; they're attacking the fact that they're copying while they've repeatedly said people copy them. That's right. what people are attacking. <laughs> they're not attacking 
the fact that of Apple copies. You everyone copy copies. me, I copy you. Let's yeah, every, copy. everyone copies everybody. You know, it's, it's the question is not is the question is not whether or not copying is good or not. It's a question of if they copy it, do they make it better? Right. From a design perspective, it's like I can copy something easy, but if I don't make it better, then what makes mine different from anyone? Everyone else no will switch. Exactly, they'll keep doing using what they're using. There's a switching yeah. cost. Yeah. So if you make it better, which I'm assuming Johnny Ive and his design team has made the experience better or are going to right. up, up until the lead up to the its release in fall that they'll make the, the current trends better. Right. So that's my expectation. Right. And for the most part, from what I've seen, it definitely is better. Right. Speaking of Johnny Ive, there was also a article after WWDC about how the, um, the, his design team went about, um, coming up with iOS 7. Mm-hmm. And one interesting thing was that they said that he called upon the marketing team yeah, yeah. to design the, lo- the logos, icons. Yeah, yeah. The icons yeah. Which is why some of the icons are not consistent. But right. then the other fact from that, that's only a part of the story. The other part of right. the story is that after the, the marketing team and the advertising team, I think, or the public relations team, created the icons. The print design. Yeah. Okay, first off, it wasn't the entire department. It was their design department right. within those departments that created it. Right. The second thing was after they've created them, they shipped it off to Johnny Ives' design team to Ooh. refine it yeah. and tweak it. That usually doesn't... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, I mean, this is a beta product. I mean, right. there's certainly going to be changes. Actually, they've already updated the like weather app. Exactly. I mean, people are cra- are like going crazy, like oh, uh, Apple's oh, losing the weather it. icon. I meant. Yeah, I mean, people's going crazy, like Apple's losing its touch. They don't know how to do design. Johnny Ives, a hack, blah, 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 blah. and it's like, well, this is a beta product. It's not coming out till fall. They right. still have like three months to do it. So what do you? The, what are you the scariest about? thing is that I keep reading about all these people installing iOS seven on their main phone, which is to me crazy because this is the phone that you depend on yeah. every day and you're going to use beta software. I mean, some people do it. And if you, it. if you complain, that's your fault. Yeah. That's what you should expect. It's beta. It's, yeah, it's beta. See, that's what happens. Google's ruined the word beta. <laughs> Ever since they released every product they have in beta and it looks finished, people associate beta with finished. Yeah. Now that they call it alpha. Right, Google Glasses. Yeah, it's a beta. alpha pseudo beta, somewhere in the middle between alpha and alpha beta. beta. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's gonna not work, and people are gonna complain about it. But you know, it's you just gotta wait till the final right. Gold Master comes out in fall. Gold Master, I love that name. Yeah, that's the one they release to uh, to the masses. Yeah. That's when that's when you can start complaining. Right. When it gets out to the general public. When you pay for the product and it does not deliver. Yeah. Then you can complain. Then Fine. it sure. then, then it makes more sense. Absolutely. Um, okay, so moving from iOS seven, which is I think is a fantastic update. It's, it's right. got some it's got some rough edges to to, to polish, but overall, it's I think it's on a great track. Right. Um, after so the biggest one I think is Mac Pro. Mac Pro. Yeah. Huge. Are you gonna like get rid of your current desktop no. that you just finished like two weeks ago? No, because my desktop's <laughs> cheaper than that. People are expecting it to be around two thousand dollars. Around the same, I think it same, might be three thousand. I might. Uh, I mean, it's. I mean, I don't they're know. They're expecting it's, to be around around the same price as the current Mac Pro. They have to the lowest end at least. They have to. Yeah. So the, it's a trash can. It looks like a trash can. I'm going to admit it. It looks oh, like a trash can. Right. Or an R2D2, whichever one you want to look at. Grover <laughs> can live in not Grover. 
or Grouch Darth, can live in there. Or Darth Vader. Or Darth Vader. Pod or yeah. whatever. Yeah, or his trans communication pod. <laughs> yeah. It looks it looks it looks like a trash can, I'll admit. Techno the the design of the heatsink with the components, I don't know if that'll work, but I'm assuming right. the design team, engineering team has thought it up well through. It's a singular giant like fan a wind on tunnel. The top. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's like a wind tunnel. That sucks up all the hot air and shoots it out. Upward and so trash is coming out of your trash can. Yes, instead of going in. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And the remarkable thing is the size of it. Even though have a lot you seen of, the picture compared yeah, to the twenty-seven they, inch cinema display? Yeah, it's, it's like tiny. it's like the size of this cup I'm holding right now. It's oh, like the size a of a toilet paper yeah. roll. Yeah, it's, it's si- slightly taller. It's 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 like two toilet paper rolls stacked on top of each other. Right. It's, it's it's ridiculous how tiny it is, and it doesn't give any any loss in performance. Yeah, actually, it's in, improved performance. Right. Right. It can match any desktop. Yeah, it's a workstation machine. Right. So they finally listened to all their complaining work Mac Pro users, like right. the video editors, the artistic talent, um, all that jazz. They finally listened to them and they created the Mac Pro. What right. sucks is that it's not expandable. Right. I mean, internally. Right. You have to buy ex- um, external controllers to plug into Thunderbolt 2. Right. So you have you'll end up with a bunch of cables yes. coming out so of So it's like so it's like a only trash a part can. of your of what you end up yeah. having anyway. So right? it's like a trash can squid thing. Right. Yeah. It's like a tentacles yeah. shooting out from yeah. the Which I think most people don't care. Right. Cuz it'll just be hiding look... under the desk anyways. Right. But the base one on the machine on your desktop would look pretty sweet. Right. I think right. so. So that's the biggest one. I think that's like one it's made in the US. Right. That's the one they've invested a lot of money in saying that they're going to bring manufacturing back to the u.s right two it's like the biggest update to the mac pro since like forever they've held on to the g5 design since like 2005 when you say g5 design that's just the tall the tall with the two handles yeah 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 they was the previous version that's the g4 cube yeah, the cube where people, if you put, they had no fans, so it was quiet. Right. If you put a book on it, Ooh. it blocks the fan or the exhaust and it right. overheats your computer and it is, dies. Is the cube one, that's the one that... Um, I would uh, say it's the spiritual predecessor to the Mac yeah. Pro, right? Because a lot of people now. were drawing comparisons to that in the sense that it's such a radical new design. And and one of the reasons why the, the cube was a, kind of a failure for Apple is because how highly priced it was um that too that and it was prone to overheating right because people would be like putting stuff on top of it and it didn't have a fan so they would essentially because they wanted to make it yeah quiet quiet. yeah they essentially just blocked the exhaust port because you know how (laughs) hot air rises so the exhaust port was on the top so people just put stuff on top of it not thinking hopefully they they learned from that yeah that's why it's a wind tunnel design now or similar to a wind tunnel design i i don't know did they talk about um I, I feel like they mentioned how it's a very quiet workstation for yeah. just the singular fan. Yeah. I mean, there's no moving parts aside from the fan. Right. It's all solid state. You know, RAM, you can remove it. Right. Sticks of RAM. You got solid state um, hard drives. Right. So, so speaking of expandability, which parts can you actually replace? I think RAM. RAM hard disk, probably. So RAM. RAM the, for sure, I think. The RAM and the hard drive. Yeah. Not the graphics. I heard that that was soldered in, soldered the, in, yeah, soldered into the motherboard. So yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of sucks for those that want to like hold on to this machine right. for a couple of years. But it is a kind of top of the line configuration 
they had what was it? It was a, like two AMD Fire Pros. Right. It was a dual GPU. Yeah, right? dual workstation GPUs, not your average gaming GPUs, a right. workstation GPU. And I, I see video cards gets updated so often. Those are like video game graphics cards. Honestly, right. it's like video game like workstation. Right. So that was one of the complaints about the Mac about the Mac Pro when it first came out. People were complaining that you couldn't upgrade the graphics card, the workstation graphics card. Um, so since you'd have to like, if you wanted to have it last like five years, I think that's the average, um, age of a Mac workstation, Mm. you know, you'd have to buy like top of the end out last like five years. Right. I think what a lot of people are hoping is that third parties will create, you know, Thunderbolt peripherals because the Thunderbolt standard has the same memory and trans data transfer bandwidth as PCI express. So what could potentially happen is that you could buy an external graphics card plug it in using thunderbolt and do it from there right so i think that's what apple's gaming on mm. you know that third party um manufacturers create all these peripherals for the mac pro so you can plug in like a raid array or you can plug in like giant display yeah i mean they it's said a, three 4k display yeah native 4k display support jeez <laughs> someone tweeted like it's like apple assumes that i have the money afford all these monitors alongside the... If you have the money to afford a Mac Pro... I, I, I guess. But like three 4K displays, I imagine each one would be easy. Uh, and, uh... I'll give it a year. Two years. It's like how uh, 920 by 1080 got adoption as a standard for high-definition content. Only took about a year or two years. And then uh, I think 4K will... As long as the media companies push it hard enough and the manufacturing companies push it hard enough, then 4K will be this next standard. We'll see. I will welcome my 4K overlords. Replace my monitor. Right. So... Um, so I think in order of least to greatest Mac Pro, definitely. That's the, Ooh. like, big, I always love their hardware refreshes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even. Have you ever owned a Mac Pro in the past? No. Can't afford one. Right. Yeah. I would, I don't know, probably wouldn't even need one. Right. It has Xeon processors. It's good for workstation stuff, but not for casual stuff. Yeah. It's too much for casual stuff. Right. The consumer, like. Core if, i series is good. If you enough. do like 3D graphics, video editing, 3D, the one that requires multiple core rendering, right. you know, a lot of um, data transfer and all that. But jazz. if you're just browsing Reddit every day and yeah. and watching YouTube, videos, you don't need eight, you don't need 16 threads. You're you're overpaying by a factor of I don't know 100. <laughs> yeah, you don't need you don't need 16 threads for that. So you don't need eight cores for that. CPU would mac, uh, run at a maximum of like half. Yeah, and all of it would the rest would be idle. You'd have a very expensive heater. Yes, in your in your room or apartment. So that's that. Um, so yeah, it will look nice. Yeah, it will look nice. Yeah, a nice black trash can. Hopefully, no one will steal it when they break into your house. How will they know what if you just put a black trash can next to it? They couldn't. (laughs) They can't tell the difference. Just tape the boom. That joke's gonna go on until people real until it stops being funny. Essentially, or people realize when when the iPad was introduced, they kept making fun of the iPad jokes, like oh the iPad tampon, oh yeah, yeah, maxi pad, (laughs) right? The next iteration, the giant maxi pad, and then now everyone forgets. They're like, oh my god, I want an iPad, and that's what Apple usually does. So (laughs) we'll see. We'll if it's a value machine, if it's got good performance for your money, right? Then you know. It'll be it'll it'll be great. It'll right. take off absolutely. Right. So that's the BWC. Um, what was E three? That's technology, right? Well, I haven't talked about my. Oh my, yeah, what's your, what's your what's your what's your what's uh, your top least uh, to highest? Hmm. Well, see, I have one really favorite section in the keynote, and then just a, a bunch of random 
segments that I just wanted to mention. Not okay. Because well, how about were... the, how about the random segments and then we lead up to the, the, All right. the best moment. Drum rolls. <laughs> All right. So um, the beginning of these, uh, the keynote, Tim Cook brought in this company called Anki. Yeah. And it was kind of, kind of like after watching them go on stage and talk about their company and then they left, I was like, wait, what was the point of that? <laughs> so Anki, just for a backstory, is like an AI robotics company. Yeah, yeah. And Tim Cook said that they were launching on stage today, or on the day of the keynote. And as 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 part of the, I guess, celebration. Trying to outreach to their developers and right. stuff. At first, I thought that Apple had acquired the company, which would be great. And then they integrated Siri. to Siri. Yeah, exactly. They are making Siri adjustments. Right. And I thought that was the, the uh, link between... Uh, showing them on stage and and you know Siri, but I don't think that was the case. But they also had this product demo for uh, they had like this race car thing, right? They first laid out the track, and I thought, oh, this is a gaming company. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I was like, that's how they all start, right? And then I was like, and then they put in like three race race car tracks or race car drivers, and then. And it just starts driving yeah, autonomously yeah. around yeah, the yeah. the uh, circular track, and then they start describing how it's it's uh, driving on its own and whatnot. And then they put in this uh, superhero car that they said. Yeah, yeah, I thought that. Was and then funny. and then they're like, oh, this superhero car knows its environment. It could read all the information around and respond. Yeah, to and it, it processes all these different like variables. Right, and then seconds. And then there was this really awkward one minute segue where. He put it down and it wouldn't move. Oh yeah, and it was it was the 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 nightmare situation he was for any like, presenter. Trying to get it to work, it's like oh crap. And see, the worst part about the guy was that he didn't really, you know, he didn't really do it well in the sense that he did. He just kind of let the silence hang, yeah. and it was just uncomfortable well, as I sat. Yeah, there. technology happens. Right. It always happens at those big presentations. And it reminded me about a couple of years ago. I think you remember this when Steve Jobs had that same. Uh, situation where the presentation slide he, he clicked next one and and then either it didn't go or something was wrong and he said oh they're they're running backstage like mice <laughs> nah. and he he segued it with this story about how he and and Steve Wozniak back when they were uh, just a small company how they were like doing this computer toner to, toner thing and they were able to it's that famous picture of him. Uh, with his arms around in all these crazy positions, and he was describing how he was able to fool this guy into uh, this awkward position, as if thinking that the TV would work if he <laughs> was in this particular arrangement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think you remember that picture, right? It, they use that in a meme, yeah, right? Yeah, they use it yeah. in a meme, and Steve Jobs with like one leg up, and he's like uh, with his arms in 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 a crazy arrangement. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was. You know, one of the reasons why he was such a great presenter. Right? He is very charismatic. He, just, he knows he knows the ins and outs of the trade. Right. You know? And it felt like it was just a part of the presentation. He didn't lose a single beat. Yep. It's right. uh, it's a skill that a lot of presenters need to have. Right. You know, you not everything can go right the first time. Right. So, I mean, aside from that technical hiccup, yeah, it was kind of weird. And then, so after that was working. Yeah. One it was pretty cool. minute, right? Yeah. yeah. They threw it down and then 
he the the car was able to zoom yeah, by. Yeah, and then it got blocked by the other like two of the three cars, and right, I thought yeah. that was pretty funny. What did they do? They they said that they did something on their smartphone. They like pressed. The they like button. told the two of the three cars that they have to block the superhero car, right. and then like the cars just started like right like blocking the road, and it they couldn't do funny. anything. It's like oh, what, what? come yeah. on. And then they're like, okay, but the superhero can respond. And then there were some animated sounds. Yeah, in the they background. like shoot the car. Missiles. Yeah, missiles like hit the other cars and they just yeah, like flew missiles. off the track. <laughs> they say it wasn't choreographed. I don't and, know. Yeah, and then the and then the cars just kind of fly off, and then the yeah. su- lone superhero car just continues yeah. driving. I think the tech there is pretty interesting. It still needs some bugs to be tweaked out, but yeah, we're right. AI tech has always been interesting, and right. I, it's not it's no surprise that it's in the game. Right. It starts off in the game industry because tech, because AI in games are like pretty bad. Right. If you can truly make a good AI that makes the game challenging, then you know you're gonna win a couple of million, billion, trillion dollars. Trillion, quadrillion, uh, give or take a few quadrillion. Well, see, the, <laughs> the I would call that segment the probably the most frightening <laughs> announcement because it's I was slow. like. Do people realize what this is? This is like Terminator, twenty years before before it tore apart this world and made it into this dystopian oh, world, man. right? Where where race cars can can think and act independently. Don't people realize what they're seeing? Hey man, what it's they're always, applauding? It's always novelty in the beginning. Before <laughs> no one has no one has enough foresight. Don't people realize what happened? That car was able to shoot this. <laughs> <laughs> I think 20 years from now, if that happens, I'm going to be right. look, reading. I'm going to listen through this podcast. I'm like, why didn't we listen? Apple's not going to acquire this company. The U.S. Weapons and Defense. Yeah, I'm sure Department. they have something better. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, sure. I'm, they, I'm sure they have something way better. But I, you know, they'll just like buy the company. Yeah, just throw them in, integrate it with fire technology. Yeah. And then we have uh, truly autonomous soldiers, but that's a discussion for another day. All right. And let's see what. Oh yeah, the segment when they introduced um, the Mac Pro. They mm. first uh, Phil Phil Schiller, VP of Marketing. He said, uh, you know, he said we we've updated Mac Pro and we think you'll really like it. It's really radical and yada yada yada. And for a product like this, we think it deserves an a over the top. Yeah, it's own like video. intro video, yeah. Right. And then it just went all these crazy it's like something from a Microsoft ad or something. Yeah, yeah. It had this like and crazy then, racing music or something. Right. And then it showed all these different uh viewpoints of the Mac Pro and it's all glistening in Yeah. And then and then the show Everyone's it. all like, What? I was expecting the Mac Pro to, to shoot up from the stage and with with uh smoke rising out. No, it's like the AI, it sprouts arms and starts dancing and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I thought that would happen, but no, it's just the video, but and then right at the end or right after the video, people started applauding really loudly. And then Phil Schiller, uh, he said that famous quote now that people have been quoting from it. It's that can't innovate anymore, my ass. Yeah, that's hilarious. And it immediately <laughs> panned to Steve Wozniak. Oh, oh yeah, they did. It but... was like wow, they really went all out. <laughs> Right, they pull, they pull in all the stops in this one. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's Phil Schiller. What right. will we do without you? Right. And then Craig Federini, I think, is the next one to look out for. He's got a pretty glistening personality there. Very charismatic. Yeah. He, he joked a lot, and he, he, he got the audience excited about what yeah. he was showing. It's not just, oh, Finder can 
have tabs. It's yeah. like, ooh, you can use tabs, multiple tabs in your Finder. You know? Yeah, I mean, you have to, when you do keynotes, you have to do you have to be charismatic. Right. You have to suck in your audience, get them excited and pumped up. You can't just force like excitement. Yeah. Like a lot of the other keynotes that I've watched where, you know, the speaker just claps and then the mic picks up that clapping and overpowers all the other clapping. So it sounds really weird. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that was pretty hilarious. Well, I'll <laughs> expect to see more from Phil Schiller in the future. Oh, yeah. Him and Craig Federini. Yep. At a Q. Scott Forstall's ghost. <laughs> I'm <Cook>. back. <laughs> you thought you got rid of me. I'm throwing back the leather design and calendar oh god <laughs> but yeah oh so my favorite announcement the macbook air mm, the update. And, and see for current macbook air owners like you yours or you you know who got the uh air recently what was it two years ago one year ago um i got the air actually it was really recently i think it was about last summer okay and so it was Sort of a minor refresh, but for for uh, for me, I've I got my MacBook Pro in 2009, yeah. so I'm it's a pretty starting big to, refresh, right? So usually in the four to five year time span, it's the good time to make the jump. Yeah. In terms of oh, you switch from a dual core Intel Core two processor to the latest Intel Haswell i7 CPU yeah. or i5, I think. The yeah, they, mobile ones. They're yeah. still calling i5 or something. Yeah, or? i5, but it's. The, the new next, Haswell, next Haswell generation. Ar- the new Haswell architecture, not right. architecture, but Haswell. Right. Yeah. And that that was one of my my wish things on my wish list. Everyone knew it was coming. But like, but you knew that if it happened, it would be like yes. Every it was no stuff. surprise to anybody. It'd be a surprise if it didn't actually refresh. Right. That was one of the things that from the current or the previous version of the MacBook Air, I saw the five and seven hour battery life. Yeah. I was like, when I got my MacBook Pro, it had a ten-year or not ten-year. Uh, I wish ten-year. <laughs> a ten-hour uh, stated battery life, and I was like, "Man, this is my benchmark. I cannot go less than that. Once you go to ten hours, you cannot go back." Barely they <laughs> right? did. Barely they did. Yeah, and, Intel... and then they brought it down to seven and five. I was like, "Uh, I don't know." Yeah, I mean, Intel's worked really hard on trying to make their processors right. more um... ba- power efficient. Yeah, power efficient. <laughs> And so with the 11 inch, it's seven hours of battery life. Yep. Which is improvement from five hours. Yep. The 13 inch, it is not no retina displays for either one, mind you. Right. Yeah. And for it's that rated one, 12, right? Rated 12. Rated 12 hours. Yes. Yeah. From an improvement of from seven to twelve. That comes from Haswell, right. as well as I'm assuming they're using Mavericks benchmarks too. OS improvements, mm. power saving OS. Right. That would be awesome if they didn't, and then include Mavericks, and it's like thirteen. 14. Still twelve hours. Yeah, that'd be insane, actually. Yeah. But if Mavericks could do that type of improvement, damn, that's a good iOS or yeah. OS yeah. ten update. Yeah, right. absolutely. I remember way back, laptops two hours, three hours was like the the max. Now it's like holy yeah. crap, twelve hours. Yeah, I don't even use my computer for twelve hours straight. <laughs> Are there so now that the MacBook Air has Haswell CPUs, they have great battery life, and I'm really strongly considering getting it after graduation. Um, how about smartphones? Smartphones, you know, you know we'd how have, Apple. We'd have to look at iOS seven 
power management right. because they use custom processors, the ARM, uh, a custom A6 or A7 uh, ARM processor. So it would, would require a rewrite or a revision I of mean, the software. The architecture, the architecture iOS 7 or iOS in general uses is using the ARM architecture right. because the processor is an ARM. You can't ARM. just swap them Yeah, out. you can't swap processors. You have to rewrite the entire core OS, all the method calls, all the function calls to an, if they were to use a uh, Intel processor, which I highly doubt they're going to use because it's not going to, ha- that's probably not going to happen for the next like five, 10 years. Um, they'd probably have to rewrite the entire iOS um, infrastructure from the ground up again, the back end to x86. WWDC 2016, they will introduce Intel's you know, ex- current generation. I don't think Intel is ever going to get a foothold in the mobile market ever. Their processors they kind of missed it in 2007. Though. Yeah, their processors are nowhere near power efficient as the ARM processors. Yeah. So I can guarantee you right is now. Is that only for mobile? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. They the ARM processors only consume like 10, 15 watts of power, and they have they can do a lot of things with 10, 15 watts of power. Right. So that's why uh, Apple has a custom fabrication. Uh, they have a custom CPU division. That creates custom ARM processors for their mobile products. So right now, Apple's calling their MacBook Air all-day battery life. Hopefully, in the next two to five-ish years, they'll introduce the, you know, oh, iPhone yeah. eight. iPhone eight. All week battery life. All week. And Welcome industry- back to two thousand and one. We're with with thirty day standby. Well, one week battery life meaning just continual use, or not continual, but like just general usage. Yeah, I'm glad to see that they're trying to improve battery life, and I'm anxious to see what they got for the mobile space. They're going to kill Mophie Juice Pack next. Damn it. The battery... I just bought one, too. battery uh, smartphone charge... What what did they call them? It's a battery... Battery slash Battery case. Battery case, yeah. Yeah. External battery case. I like it. It actually makes the iPhone feel great to hold in your hands there's more to grip you know this is the 4s though yeah so but with the it's already defunct right they have a new one called the air morphe juice pack oh air wow yeah when, when did you, i thought you got that quite recently or did you uh, buy the previous spring huh. i think spring hmm. yeah it's i it's really nice it makes it creates more width so i can hold the phone more comfortably in my hand without fear of like slipping and dropping it so that's only if you own the ipod <laughs> they don't have one for the iPod Touch. No. Sadly, only for the phone. iPod Touch lasts a long time, anyways. Yeah. So, speaking of the iPod Touch, so I have the fourth generation iPod Touch. I am excluded from um, iOS seven when it comes out in the fall. Well, so when are you gonna get the iPhone? Oh wait, <laughs> yeah, I have the Nexus four, and so it's kind of a got to turn in your Apple card, man. Uh, I I. I fully want to be a part of the Apple cult, but right now I'm tied to this Android division. Sorry, man. At least we got a we got a we got a mole in their camp. Yeah, but see, after I don't know, is it a month now? I th- I, I strongly think that iOS or just iPhones is better for a smartphone. It's it's definitely right. it's definitely taste. Android. Wise. Well, I mean, it also depends on the user, right? Yeah, it depends on taste. Honestly, it's it's right. like Android is for like the one that love tinkering stuff, right. functionality over 
functionality, more swinging towards functionality like, than form. Just knowing all the features yeah. and being able to. I can like change. I can I can customize it any way you want. Right. You can customize it any way you want. You can you know tweak all this jazz, get the most optimum settings and all that stuff. Yeah, that's fine. But you know, just some people aren't like that. Right. I'm like that from time to time, right. but not all the time. Right. And what I've been uh, finding myself missing is that. In iOS, there's a lot of like joy and delight from just using it sometimes. Yeah. Whereas my Android's more of a, like a functional thing. Like, oh, I can it just do X, this. Y, Z. It just does it. Yeah. You know? it, but it doesn't necessarily make me, I don't know. Happy doing it. Yeah. Welcome to user experience, man. <laughs> I'm glad you're experiencing the, right. the aspect of user experience. And a lot now, of. I'm not saying it's a bad. It's not a bad phone. phone. or a bad uh, It just serves system. a different purpose. Right. It's just not for some people. Right. And and Google is making huge strides. Yeah. And I think right now it's going to be like half people going to Android and yeah. and half going to iOS. Yeah. And the little sprinkles of Windows Mobile and, and Firefox, Firefox and, and uh, BlackBerry, Ubuntu, Ubuntu yeah. iOS, or yeah. OS, whatever that See, what's out. holding Android back is Java. They have to ditch Java as the infrastructure platform. They have to ditch it. It sucks. It's slow. It's sluggish. Is it a security vulnerability or just one of many reasons? One of many reasons. Right. I don't think security is a big problem. It's like they have to ditch the virtual machine, the Java virtual machine. I don't machine. know about that. I think security might be a growing issue right Soon, now. Soon. With all the Trojans and right. the anyone can submit anything app store. Oh. The free market. Well, don't they still have some sort of... Google. Yeah, something, something like that. They take all the offending ones out, but you know, people can right. pretty much submit like whatever they want. It could right. be a Trojan. Right. That's also another thing I noticed with Android is that you can install practically anything. You yeah. can, even though it's not like it's, you've got certified, the freedom to do stuff. Right. That's it's what not some people certified respect. by 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 Google. Yeah. That this is a yeah. valid. Absolutely. App. Absolutely. Right. And that they also have a setting in in uh, Android where they say. Do you or do you want to prevent the installation of um, non-verified yeah, yeah. packages or yeah, something like yeah. that? Some people and it kind of scares me. You know, yeah. like oh, I don't hell no. <laughs> Some people actually disable that. Yeah. So they want to install either pirated applications or um, you pirates. <laughs> yeah, there's it's always about piracy. Pay people don't, people don't want to pay for software. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, I mean, it's just too completely. People always like to compare Android and iOS and saying Android is better because you know you have the freedom to do all this stuff. And if you're an idiot if you don't, you know, flash with a custom ROM, you know, when people complain that how Android sucks, and well, you know, just some people just don't want to go through the hassle of you know flashing. And the rebuttal to that is, it's not hard, you idiot. You have to just read the instructions and watch the YouTube tutorials, and you can do it. But see, the, the moron thing, could yeah. do it. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just well, like, yeah, you figure it out after yeah. all that work, but yeah. like. It's like I don't want to spend that time. You know, I'm not saying I'm lazy. It's like I want I expect my mobile device to work right. the moment I take out the box without having to tweak it. Right. See, one thing I notice is that um just if you observe a lot of people's behavior with their phone and just like looking at any of your friends' like home screen, right? Yeah. You compare it from the day they got it and the six months later, it's gonna look identical yeah. because it's just, like I said, it's only the power right. users that actually care about right. flashing their phone. Right. Or the it, people that it's are just going to stay time. the same. So if yeah. what comes out by default, if it's not great, then... And that speaks true to a lot of the older users as well. You know, right. my dad has an HTC Evo 4G with stock Android. Upgrade to HTC One. <laughs> <laughs> one day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he has, a, he has a stock HTC Evo 4G with the stock uh, Sense UI. 
has not changed the entire year so far he's got it. I'm not too confident to change it for him because I'm sure something's going to break. He's going to call me up in the middle of the night. He's like, my phone's not working. I'm just it like, bricked. yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, it's, it speaks, it speaks well with the older people that are looking for smartphones. People tell them, oh, just buy Android. It's cheaper. It does the same thing as iOS. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. People, yeah. And then, you know, you pick up the phone and, you know, touch whiz sense. It sucks. Right. And then people tell you, well, you just flash the, the, just flash the, uh, ROM new, right. new version of Android. It'll be faster. I trust, trust me. You just have to go through uh, 10 steps to do it. It's easy. Just get, just get stock Android. Exactly. Right. You Although, know? You but know, it's like, options are limited. But it's like, it's, you know, people are busy. They don't want right. to, some people just don't want to go through the hassle of, of getting their phone to work properly. Even if it does save you a few dollars, because maybe those few dollars will save you time. It's, it's a question. It always goes back to the question of what do you value more time or money? You know, do you want to pay a little bit more for a better subjectively better product or do you want to save a bit more and then spend a lot of time tweaking it to the way it fits your you know workflow right. and that's some people prefer to save money and some people prefer to save time right. which is why you see a lot of business people have you know like iphones right. they have the money to spend but they don't have the time so they're just going to put more money towards an iphone because it just works out of the box don't know it works seamlessly it's smooth buttery smooth you know all the transitions are great and it just works. Mm. So, and you know, there's always flame wars between Android camps and iOS camps. And it's like, I've used both. I just prefer iOS better because I don't particularly care about, you know, all this like flashing and doing all these customization stuff. Sure. It eats a lot of time when I have time, but I don't. So I'll just right. get the iPhone. It looks great. Visually, the experience of using the phone is fantastic. Right. So mm. that's my long rant about Android versus iOS. Feel free Part to send me your hate mail. one of 200. Yeah, feel free to send me your hate mail right. at uh, TonyHugh at LonePlaceable.com. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, okay. Although that's the wrong address. <laughs> oh, wait. I, let me, I shouldn't have said that. Okay, so what's, um, what's next? E3. I can go pretty quickly about this one. Yeah, well, I, I don't know anything about that, actually. I just read headlines, so you're going to have to... Uh... Well, all in all, um, I only caught up with Xbox and Xbox PlayStation. Did the ball call. X bone, people call it X bone. <laughs> I think there was someone mentioned um, what the, what is the difference between Xbox One and a Rock? What? Or and then they list out a bunch of features, and somehow the Rock had more features. To have, uh, I always love those comparisons. <laughs> they they had one with the iPhone too, comparing an iPhone with a Rock. So you can throw the Rock to break things. You can't throw an iPhone to break things. Well, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Xbox One, four hundred ninety-nine US dollars versus versus a PS4, three hundred ninety-nine US dollars. But it's not just the price. There's not just a the lot price. More stuff yeah. too. Yeah. Than that. Xbox One, internet always on. Connect comes with it. Now, ever since the Prism News story broke out, people are a bit wary of Microsoft because they have collaborated with the U.S. government to send supposedly. siphon their data. Supposedly, allegedly, although, although they haven't. Uh, come out speaking, saying, yeah. like, no, we've never heard of this. Like, yeah. like Facebook and Google. Like every other Yahoo company has said. Yeah. So people are wary. Plus the price, 499 US dollars. I like saying that because that's what the PS3 price was when it first came out in, two, in 2007. What 499 the, US dollars. What was the, like, result of the previous or current generation console wars in terms of who like, won? Who's number one, two, and three? I think it was a slow start for PS3. I think the Xbox won overall. Yeah. I got that sense in terms of, uh, I think the 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 uh, 
the pricing was huge yeah. factor. Pricing was definitely a huge factor. Sony sold the PS4 at a lot. PS3 right. at a loss for the first couple right. of years. And they just like brought the price down to two forty nine, yeah. and you know by then it was pretty much over. They're already working on the next already generation. Already yeah. Xboxes. They're not gonna yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> if I were to say who won this generation's console war, Sony hands down three hundred ninety nine US dollars, easy. Well, I mean sharing. I, well, first, sh- how about the previous generation or the current PS three Xbox? And I would give it to Xbox, Xbox number one, PS PS three number two, Wii number three. I think so, Nintendo's has a lot. What was the big- separation you? Uh, I don't know what's the give me like a I think I think Nintendo's got a pretty big mountain to climb to become number one right. again. I right. think they've 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 seeded the the fact that they're probably not going to be number one for a very long time. Right. Technology wise, they're going to be behind, no doubt. Right. The Wii U now has technology that PS3 had last gen, right. so they've. You know, I think they've they've accepted the fact they're not going to be number one, which is fine. They've re they're they gotta re- find different ways yeah. for success. They're redirecting their demographic to like the casual Nintendo diehard fans or the casual game goers. You know, right? But that has always been the the case, I think, in terms of ever since like from GameCube. GameCube yeah. right, next, uh, I mean, they N64. were the dominant force when the N sixty four came out. The what? The dominant force. The N sixty four. Drawing a blank. Then they were like the dominant, you know, oh, right, console right, right. In, when the N64 PS1 came out. Right. You know, there's always a war between those two. But I think now, I think, I think Nintendo's fine where it's at. They actually have games this time. Right. There's always been a cycle, a catch-22 for Nintendo. Nintendo doesn't have any games, so let's not make games for them. But if no one makes games for them, how are they going to get games? <laughs> and also now that there's also other players, the OU. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I can't I pronounce know. it. Yeah, and the there's also source... the there's also another one I think that um, Nvidia or AMD was Nvidia I think. Oh was, yeah, they have they that a, handheld one. Yeah, they had another. They also unveiled a console. I don't think that's going to take off. Right. So there are two other maybe. Other it's hard to get into the console gaming space. It's incredibly hard. That gaming space is already Extremely so saturated. Expensive. It's expensive. It's saturated, and you know there's already diehard camps. There's a fanboys and all three ballparks. Right. You're gonna have to do a lot to siphon them away you need a a super ultra you need an xbox for you that can do time machine <laughs> stuff and make you breakfast yeah i mean it's got to do everything i mean they're even repositioning the ps4 as this media de- they're repositioning all the consoles as a media device essentially they're combining a they set top box with right. a gaming console right to entice you know home entertainment buyers because they want to because they know not every one of their customers are just gamers. They're going. They're they're diversifying their right. portfolio, which That's makes why. sense. Yeah, it makes right. they perfect can't sense. Put all their eggs in one basket. Exactly. Although they're going to tank like Nintendo, huge amounts of money. Yeah, they're going to also another segment. They're going to end up like on. Nintendo, who didn't jump on that bandwagon one it, generation ago. It took them Nintendo a while to get. Missed yeah. the smartphone. Although yeah. there are debates as to whether or not they, they still ever would. they still dominate the handheld market. Right. They still have that. Place or Sony kind of. Ditched it all together. Microsoft never. They, saw, they have the PS Vita, and that shit didn't that, sell. That, was that did not, not really. sell at all. Right, so. It's just a total flop. Yeah. Xbox is never going to have a handheld one in the foreseeable future. Right. Mobile gaming, like cell phones, never going to take yeah. over. It, it just doesn't casual. make sense because most people are going to just make smartphone apps. Exactly. They're going to yeah. make money that way. So, Nintendo still dominates the handheld market field, right. but I think this generation, PlayStation is going to win because solely because it's $399. And you can share games without all the piracy. The DRM 
all that. Fiasco. The DRM from There's Xbox One killed stuff. it so much. There's a lot of stuff. The always-on internet connection, the no-sharing games, the connect. It's really complicated how they say how you can like share or sell your game. Like You can't share it, can you? Or... Yeah, I mean, I, I purchased it. Why can't I sell it? Right. Yeah, I thought my, when it... I buy, buy it, I own it. See, that's, that's a bit legalese right. comes into play. Right. You own the license. You don't own the physical property. <laughs> that's when we have to come bring a lawyer in to tell us the distinction. Microsoft is killing GameStop. Yeah. There's, games, a, lot of, yeah. there's a lot of killing in this podcast. That's why, that's why GameStop is diversifying too, and they're selling electronic products. They're selling tablets at GameStops now. Really? Yeah. I've yeah. seen Nexus 7 there. Toshiba tablets. Wow. Yeah, they they're, sell, becoming, they're competing against Best Buy, which is also tanking. getting... Yeah, so I don't know if that's a good strategy, but... They're going to die. It's, everyone's getting killed left and right and coming back to life. They're like zombies. Right. Best Buy slowly dying, but then coming back again and then slowly dying again. Blockbuster's completely dead. Right. JC Penny. JC Penny's dead. Uh, Marshall's. No, not Marshall's. Marshall's uh, Mervin's. still dead. <laughs> Mervin, Marshall's just laying, laying I'm low. I'm still not shopping there. My sister loves shopping there. They have so much secondhand shit there for cheap price. That's another. That's a, yeah. that's a fashion podcast to listen right. to. Welcome to Joseph's Fashion Podcast. Um, but, so, did you see XYZ who what? He or she wore. Oh my God, Ugh, that fashion show. Ugh. Ugh. But yeah, um, yeah. PS, PS, PS4. It's got great tech. It's all. What's funny? All the all the next generation consoles are all on AMD. They're Jaguar cores. Four modules. That's the name of it. The Jaguar architecture. Is that the marketing name? That's or? the marketing name. The Jaguar architecture. Do they Eight have, cores. Do they have like a Jaguar roar that comes along with their, their commercials and videos? And I thought it was funny. Nah, no, they have some really corny. They should come with a button where you can press on your computer and they have make a, this they have a really, Jaguar roar. They have a really corny commercial for the new AMD CPUs, but that's a discussion for another day on how cringeworthy that is. But yeah, I mean, the next generation consoles, all of them run on AMD. Right. Yep. No power PC this time around. Last generation PS3 ran on IBM's PowerPC platform. And Man, that, IBM. That made it hard for <laughs> game developers to develop games, to use all the, the cores, because PowerPC um, inherently has lower instructions per clock, and its instruction set is difficult to program for. So now they're computing, they, they changed architectures all the way to x86 with the AMD processors. So I'm excited. I'm very excited Yeah, about that. I probably won't buy it. <laughs> You know, I've. I could, it could be. No. I'm considering it. I'm thinking about it. Right. Honestly, I'll just stick to my mobile games. Like PS4 looks pretty sweet. I'll stick to my World of Goo and World of Goo. and um, PC gaming race. Come yeah. on, PC master race. Yeah. Can you see the computer behind me? Come on, yeah. mouse and keyboard for life. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. E3. I think that's all the good topics we have. And yeah. So this is a interesting podcast because. Um, I'm graduating. Yeah. And Joseph, you're staying one more year. Yep. You got one more and year in my So belt. we've been doing, what is this? The seventh, sixth? I don't know. This even is number eight, eight. I think. We didn't get to 10, though. Damn yeah. it. Soon, one day. So we've always been doing these podcasts co located. And alongside Joseph's fantastic. Uh, audio equipment here. That'll be fifty bucks, Tony. Thank you. It, it, any companies that need an audio engineer, uh, I, I think Joseph would be a great person to hire. Yeah, he he knows his shit. So. I know him. Yeah, <laughs> and so um, not many posts or anything. <laughs> yeah. So um, I I already 
mentioned it to you earlier, but like I, I've been trying to figure out like what's going to happen in turn. I, I, I know I want to continue this. doing it. Yeah. And I know you said that, you know, you, you sort of want to do it. Just as give well. me a heads up and I'll, yeah. I'll gladly do it. Absolutely. I, I really enjoyed these uh, podcasts. It's a, always an interesting approach as opposed to just writing blog posts. Yep. And, it's definitely a lot faster. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, I can a, talk for miles on end. Right, right. I can't write for, yeah. I can't write novels yet. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and yeah, so, absolutely. And I think we can, we can make it happen. Yeah. We can make it's it happen. Technolo- it's, it's definitely, it's mostly just hardware. Right. And also, one more thing, um, please rate us on iTunes. Yeah, I heard we got actually a showed Six rating. Six ratings now. Wow. Five stars average. We're on our way for our first syndicated show on CBS. Yeah, CBS. <laughs> or the next Leo Laporte, you know? Yeah. We'll, we'll be better than him. Yeah. We'll be a dual team. So Absolutely. We'll get, we'll get our own two, tech show. You'll get two Leo Laportes. Next, we'll be on YouTube, our own YouTube channel with, you know, hardware guides. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so rate um, us, please. Please rate us um, for the uh, 0.05% of people who still listen to podcasts. Ratings matter. Hopefully, Apple will. A lot feature of people us. listen to podcasts. Well, it's a really niche. Still, group. yeah, that's surprising. So, considering it's been out since like 2001, <laughs> and so it's important to rate us. Yeah, we yeah. appreciate it, even if it's a one star rating. Yeah, although it make both. It'll make me cry. Cry. Yeah. So, um, please don't make me cry. Although I, I yeah. doubt it would kill our our audience, our humongous audience. Yeah. I'm sure you all listen for both of our um, gleaming per- personalities. Right. So please so, rate us. We don't know where, or uh, I don't know where this might head, but I know I want to do it. Yep. I don't. I don't know if we'll, you know, be as. But there's going to be a transition period. That's yeah. For sure. Yeah. So expect so, uh, a dip in quality, maybe depending. Or at least in terms of when we'll have our next one. Yeah. But so it'll definitely be on our radar. Make me tear up, Tony. Start crying. <laughs> been a great pleasure and hopefully Same i'll here. hear you on the other end again oh, very yeah. soon just yeah. and so this concludes uh anything you want you want to throw in Joseph? i'm gonna start sniffling you know and rubbing <laughs> onions in my eyes i'll start playing your guitar to drown you out when uh, your speech goes why to tony why <laughs> no i mean it's 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 been fun it's been great it's definitely a um, very interesting experience yeah. so i look forward to uh to doing more of these in the future yeah, yeah so hopefully we can overcome those uh technology hurdles and we can still continue doing this yeah. on a timely schedule yeah. all, right. <sighs> all right so that thanks concludes. for listening yep thank you for uh for listening to us and, and stick around hopefully we'll be around hopefully hopefully <laughs> i expect to live in the next 30 minutes absolutely have a great rest of the day and weekend whatever yep bye see you later